Oh, man. The numbers nerd, Dave Bartu on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. This guy, I mean, whether it's college football analytics, analytics, NFL draft, sports betting, I mean, he he covers, he runs the gamut of of sports, and uh, that's why we love him. We got him out of uh, the thicket of woods uh, behind his house, and he has decided to do an NFL draft kind of college football hit for us here in May as we're excited to have him on. This is Out of Bounds ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And the show is brought to you by Jason Young at Bottrell Insurance. With over 30 years of experience, maximizing contractors' bonding capacity all over the Southeast, proven history of responding with a sense of urgency and optimism to his clients' bid and contract bond needs. Jason Young, Bottrell Agency. Unbelievable book of business that he has built in the Southeast. We welcome in Bartu. Bartu, you and I were talking yesterday. Um, I guess I talked to you about 5 o'clock your time yesterday afternoon. And you said you had stumbled on some things as far as the NFL draft and college football. So I'm going to tee you up and let you run with uh, things that have gotten you all worked up and excited. <laughs> well, you know me. What gets me worked up is is finding numbers nobody else is looking at, right? And, uh, and, and the big one that I find most interesting, whole draft so far, you're probably hearing a lot about it already. How many guys with a college transfer on the resume make it to the NFL? And it's an amazing number. Last year, 2022 in the NFL, 84 guys with a college transfer on their resume made an NFL roster last year. The previous nine years, the total was 90. I'll say that again for those in the back, right? Last year, 84 guys with a college transfer on the resume, made an NFL roster. Previous nine years combined, only 90 guys. So we're, we're at an eight-year high in the NFL for guys with a college transfer on our resume, which, I mean, that's not, that's not a surprise. But we're also at another eight-year high in the NFL, which is the lowest number of starts per guy with a transfer on their resume. That's right. When you do the math, Transfers, guys in the NFL with a transfer, they have been going up, up, up. They're at an eight-year high. But the number of starts per guy in the NFL is at an eight-year low. Each one of those guys is averaging only about 1.4 starts per transfer guy. Four years ago, it was nearly seven. So these guys are making it in the NFL. They ain't playing. They ain't playing at all. And and, and I, I can't prove it. You know, because I haven't talked to enough guys, but that transfer mentality, that is a red flag for GMs. Unless you're some crazy superstar player, you know, first, second round, maybe even third round talent, uh, transfers, it's it's not really working that much at the NFL. They're taking the guys, but they're not seeing the field, Bo. Okay, how do I, how do I look at these numbers that you just presented mm-hmm. and, and counter with, some of this is because we've now got this new modern transfer rule, right, Bartu? Mm-hmm. Whereas when you and I yeah. were growing up, you had to sit out a year. And up until the last couple of years, you had to sit out a year. And now you can freely transfer 
and not sit out. So how do I take those numbers but then weigh this new modern transfer rule that has uh, now 10 times, 20 times, 30 more play, times uh, more players transferring because they don't have to sit out, Bartu? Well, I, I think there's two things that I am trying to draw a hypothesis from, right? If you're, okay. if you're, so if you're a college, let's, what's important right now? You're a college football coach, right? Well, Ole Miss and Mississippi State football is way more important than New Orleans football. Right. So let's look at it from a college coach perspective. So what I'm seeing in the NFL is the NFL, the guys that they're taking, they're really not being that productive. Right. They're 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 being graded as a guy that has good talent, but the production isn't there. So, number one, I need to vet these transfer guys into my program a lot harder, a lot harder because. The guys that do transfer, there's a certain mentality to it, and it's not transferring onto the field in the NFL. So why would it transfer on the field in college football? So buyer beware. You know, so you, you go with the whole Deion Sanders theory of, hey, we're going to build this thing with transfers. Knock yourself out. They are not successful players at the NFL level right now. So, uh, you know, if I'm a head coach, if I'm ops, I got to really dig into why these guys are transferring. I got to go deeper than just can this guy have an impact on my program. the The other part of it is, if I'm a head coach, uh, is can I use this information to try to keep guys from transferring? Look, you want some guys to leave, right? They can't crack the two deep. They're not really making a big impact. It's good and bad cholesterol. Some of these guys got to go, no matter what, you know. I mean, even before the transfer portal was wide open, a third, of your, a third of your running backs were gone by year two that you signed, even before the transfer portal. So, you know, guys churn all the time. But can you use this information to say, you know, look, Bo, I, you know, you can transfer, but look at the numbers. You're getting no coaching continuity. You, you are possibly falling behind the learning curve going to the NFL or going to – the NFL by transferring two or more schools. And so maybe they can use that information to get more guys to the good ones they want to keep, stay on campus and be coached um, and, and really improve their, their draft stock because these numbers might also be saying these guys are behind the learning curve, right? They're transferring. They're going from coach to coach to coach to coach to coach in the transfer portal, program to program, culture to culture. Does that make it harder for them to acclimate to the rigors of professional football as well okay so we'll need you know we'll need several more years but you're you're following this the the numbers and the pattern and Mm -hmm. we're trying because you're not a believer of going you're okay with picking up a few transfers but uh, at the college level but you are not a believer in going and getting 13 15 20 guys much less 50 guys like Deion sanders right yeah, well, let's, let's use Dion as an example. Let's use Dion as an example because he's been in the news a lot, right, about losing – what what has he lost now, 75 80% of his roster? Yes. Okay? Um, and the numbers, conclusively, the numbers across the board in the NFL, and I know NFL, college football, it's, it's hard to draw comparisons, but we're going to do it anyways. In the NFL, it is absolutely conclusive in the numbers. The more free agents you have, the less guys that help your team through the draft and through undrafted free agency, the worse your franchise is. 
okay? Last year, NFL last year, 2022, the team with the most free agents on their roster for the season. Houston Texans, I don't think they were very good. They were 58% free agents. 57% free agents. Carolina Panthers, mm, not so good, okay? Guess who was number two in free agency? Fewest guys in free agency on their roster. Oh, Kansas City Chiefs, 34%. Philadelphia Eagles, number four, 36%. You starting to follow my little, you connecting the dots here, right? Free agency is good for filling holes, but you build an NFL franchise through the draft and undrafted free agency. Okay? Almost all of your playoff teams are under 50% free agents. Almost all of them. You know, there, there's exceptions to that little rule of thumb. But, and your bad teams, they're all in the mid high 50 for free agency. So we're talking Colorado. We're looking at what? 70, 80% free agents? <laughs> Dude, he's so screwed if these numbers hold through to college football, right? I mean, he is absolutely dead man walking. If this pass, you know, this pig passes through the python in his program like it does in the NFL. The other thing, the other little tidbit that I found interesting is he said, he said, we're going to run this like a 53 man NFL roster. And here's another little nugget that Dion is not considering. This, this tells me right here, he is, he's only reading the surface. He's reading the back couple of pages of this book. Yeah, there's 53 guys on the NFL roster, but last year, Average NFL team to get through a 17-game season, they had to have 71 different guys on their roster. See, now the NFL has an advantage. They they have practice squads. They got they got guys waiting. They got number 54, number 55, number 56 guy waiting to come in and fill spots. Right. But if Dion just goes, hey, we're going to roll it out with 53, there is no practice squad at Colorado, man. You know, so... I think he's devaluing the number of guys you also need to play an entire college or NFL football season. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Dave Bartu. Bartu on the Out of Bounds Show and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Fascinating. 